show where we are eternally doing squats in an effort to redefine the term rock bottom. My name's Jack Beam. I'm Jeremy Meislick. And I'm Ryan Meislick. Well, team, it's the beginning of a new year. It's an exciting time. And for us college boys, uh, it comes to the exciting time of going to our new classes. Now, Jeremy, I haven't talked to you about this at all yet, but I just assume that you're a front-of-the-room sitter. I am. I am a front-of-the-room sitter. And what's what's your reasoning for that? Um, I I like it um, mostly because it's less distracting for me. I've found that if I sit in like the middle, so um, we go to Penn State as, we, as we've discussed before, um, but they have some big classrooms, and one of the classrooms is really steep too, and so oh, yeah, I, it's like a, a coliseum. It yeah. feels like you're like watching a gladiator fight. Is that, is yeah, that and Osmond so or? yeah, it's Osmond, and yeah. so we're in gladiator fight. I, I would sit in the middle. And it'd be great for when they like blow stuff up in like the physics labs, but it in but the wait, mi- then you don't get that sweet chemical high from being oh, right in the front row. Yeah, them. you're right. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what the recitations are for. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would sit in the middle, and I would boy, what I like people are on their phones doing wacky stuff, and uh, I wish I had like a good anecdote to like. I think I saw tell some like, like, RuneScape what, ones. Yeah, like RuneScape, like people just do the weirdest stuff. I watch a lot of people play RuneScape in college, which is strange because I played yeah. RuneScape like when I was in middle school, and I thought it died out. But I know a lot of people who are still really into RuneScape, including our roommate. Good for them, I guess. I tried signing up Jagex, for RuneScape account, but I was too RuneScape. young. Yeah. <laughs> my friend, when I was in middle school, my friend made my RuneScape account for me. <laughs> yeah, Scoot I was like, law. I want to play RuneScape, and he's like, I'll make you an account, and then he did, and it had a really dumb name, and nice, I think my nice, password nice, was nice, like nice, Lemon nice. or something. Lemon sixty nine. It was just Lemon. <laughs> lemon party sixty nine. <laughs> I digress. The reason I talk about this is because I, you know, we just started classes, and I noticed that I sit in the back of the room, and I, I consider myself not to be a bad student. I like, you know, I I try to pay attention and be focused and everything. But I feel like my professors assume that I'm a bad student because I sit in the back of the room. When the real reason is I cannot even imagine being able to sit in the front of the room where everybody behind me can see me at all times. Yeah. It, my heart rate is increasing just thinking about that. <laughs> it's so much better to just be in the back, like not worry about anyone being behind me, type, type away. Like today in class, I was sitting in the back and I was typing my notes, and I was actually worried that I was typing too loud for the people. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, like, a lot of your classes, you're you're an IST major, and I, I'm engineering and which and is math. information science for everybody who doesn't <laughs> go to Penn State. Which, true, to be fair, yeah. is probably nobody who's listening. <laughs> um, but I know at least two with, people. Yeah, with me, I, I just write out my notes. So, like, I don't have anything to hide. Like, I don't, I don't bring my laptop to class. I'm all handwritten stuff. So, like. It's not that I have anything to hide. That's true. Okay, that's that's a I'm fair just point. I'm a self-conscious, anxious individual, and just taking that weight off of myself while I'm trying to learn and spending a lot of money in the process of doing so is very helpful to me. That's no, fair. I, that's I, I fair get that because so I I wasn't a middle front or back kind of guy. I was so usually in those like giant lecture halls. I was uh, a row a row seat kind of guy. Oh yeah, I can't. I, I well, didn't, almost I didn't care left-handed, front or back. and oh, the, yeah. the left-handed uh, yeah, desks yeah, yeah, yeah. are always on the left edge the, of the row. But the problem is, like, I can't sit in the back of those, which is right. why giant lecture halls make me want to die. <laughs> but, <laughs> luckily, I'm a senior and I don't have to do that anymore. But sitting in the back doesn't really work because, like, the professor is a mile and a half away yeah. and is speaking at the volume of like a chipmunk. Yeah, <laughs> some some small rodent. 
So I would just, I would artificially put myself away from people by going all the way to the to the row, <laughs> to the end of the row. Yeah, and I, I'm I'm like a I'm a bigger guy, so trying to get further into seats or trying to get out of them is just something I just didn't care to do pretty much all the time. <laughs> so I just sat at the edge. I was like, yeah, just go by me. I don't, I don't care. Oh, but that's the worst too. I, yeah. You gotta like tightrope walk between <laughs> the, the, the row of seats and like accidentally touching the person you're passing's penis or something. <laughs> at a certain and point, then... you got to pick a hill to die on. That was mine. <laughs> <laughs> I was okay with a little contact as long as I got my, my seat. I, f- I feel like I've had, at least 10 good instances of like accidental genital contact in, in lecture halls that have, have made myself and the other party very, very uncomfortable. Well, like, see, the, thing, the thing is, I think like, it's like... Do you say sorry? No, or... no, you do not. No, it's, no you do it's, not it's acknowledge those, that it just happened. It's just one of those mutual understandings. Like, yep, it happened. Let's just keep going. But what if you, you accidentally make the contact, then you make eye contact with them, Give him a little eyebrow action. Yeah, you gotta goes. go for it then. Yeah, you, and then yeah. you carry around little slips of paper with your phone number on it. And you slide <laughs> it to them um, in like an Assassin's Creed hidden blade type style, where I always keep a slip of paper with my phone <laughs> number taped to my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, if, if that's the case, you gotta fully commit though. If there's any shred of doubt in your mind that you can't pull this off, you gotta back out. <laughs> I mean. But the once you go in, definitely don't touch anybody's genitals. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Step one. About it. 100% don't do that. Yeah. Step one. <laughs> but you find yourself in a, a 600-person lecture hall. You it's it's going to happen. You, you know, a little bump and act, a little bump and grind happens. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, most of my awkward moments in life come from the fact that I am, like, 1,000% conscious of every single aspect of my being at any time where another person that I haven't known for over a year has, is can see me. Yeah. Sidebar, have I ever talked about the time I walked home in a group of priests? Did I talk about no, this? Not no. at all. Please. Oh, incredible. This is enlighten a great story. Us. I'm you sorry that I'm taking over everything, but this go is, for it, go for this it. is a good one. Um, so, when I live here at school, my girlfriend and I basically have joint custody of our apartments <laughs> in that every other night we'll stay at the other person's place. Um, and on some nights I would have to drive her to a rehearsal and then I would bring the car back to her place cause she had a parking spot there. And then I would walk the 20 to 25 minutes downtown to get to my apartment. Well, one night I'm walking and I'm kind of coming in, um, to the, the portion where it goes from off campus to on campus where, um, there's like a corner and then you, cross this busy road and you get onto the street onto campus and as i'm walking there i get to the corner and i see a group of like seven guys all congregated on the sidewalk and i was like that's fine it's a college town there's a million people here yeah these are all like 30 to 40 year old men and i kind of managed to wedge myself directly in the center of this group but there's no (laughs) lights on this side because i'm still off campus so it's all Mm -hmm. dark we cross the street and as I'm walking, I realize that I've somehow embroiled myself into a group of seven priests. <laughs> <laughs> All, you know, wearing their garb and presumably walking somewhere on campus to do some sort of ceremony or something I'd of imagine, that nature. Yeah. 
And I've never been more conscious of what my body looks like or how heavy I was breathing, how quickly I was walking, how many times I blinked in the past 20 seconds, uh, how straight my back is, things like that. And it it seemed to go on for hours, even though it was probably a, a 50-foot stretch of road. And then the worst part happened was when I thought I needed to go a certain way, but it turns out I was going another way, and I crossed the street. Oh. And then walked on the other side of the street for them for a solid minute, which oh, means no. they all knew that I was very uncomfortable. <laughs> it was a bad time all around, and did, would not recommend... I mean, there's nothing... I don't want it to sound like I'm not like an unholy person. <laughs> you know, I have no reason to be... Uh, frightened of priests, but it was just, I don't know, there was just these people in this position of authority around me yeah. really, 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 really bothered me. Yeah. I was playing, speaking of being in groups of somewhat older people, um, I was playing racquetball yesterday, and, um, and I don't I, I guess since it's the start of the semester, people are wanting to get back into it, and so almost all the courts were full. Um, there are like eight or so courts at our, our gym, and and all all of them are full except two, I think. And so we were I, I, okay. So I ran up there. I was gonna just play by myself, hit hit around a couple times, and then leap. And so uh, I, I and I this is not uncommon. Like there, I think they're like a group that regularly comes like every like Monday, Wednesday, Friday at like six o'clock. They're there, and I'm playing racquetball, and I'm listening to my podcast while I'm playing racquetball. Podcast, those are dumb. <laughs> and and so I was I was hitting the racket I was I was doing all the normal things you do when you're playing you racquetball. The racquetball. Yeah, I was hitting the racquetball. And I and so the way the way these are set up is that there's a glass door well for the door to enter and it's like it's like plexiglass so it's clear and you can see whatever's going on in there. But then you can also see out. And so I I hit the ball and I'm hitting on and I I I finish my game or whatever. And I turn around and there's just a guy who's like probably like 4550 opens my door a little bit and say do you want to play a game of doubles <laughs> and that's it. i'm like uh, no <laughs> and, uh, hey listen this is a good call i've heard of this before he was going to challenge you to an underground game of death racquetball i've read about this on the internet this is a real thing <laughs> he was going to take you into the basement of the gym and you guys were going to get it's it's not a rubber ball it's just a rock and you were going to get a slab of metal to hit it with, and you play until the other person dies. Well, it's good I didn't accept and because... And if he's, like, 40, that means he's good. He's Yeah, he's aged. He's alive, yeah. Aged. That's <laughs> not the best word. Aged <laughs> is not the best word. Um, but, well, well, I was like, okay, fine. Like, maybe... So, I was basically there to just hit the ball around. And so, like, death racquetball would not have been good for me. Death racquetball. I was just getting back into it. So, death racquetball... No, that's the best. Go. You're scrappy. You're oh, an underdog. And, and I... They you got nothing to lose. Yeah. You can take out at least two people before they realize that you got the skill, the natural talent that's going to drive you to the top. Okay. You maybe impress one of the guys down there. Maybe they take you under their wing. You kind of learn kind of like a, uh, a karate kid type scenario. Okay, okay. He takes you home. He makes you clean his apartment. But in the <laughs> end, it's all like kind of racquetball related type things. Like he's making you sweep off his table, but you got to do it flies. in like horizontal quick strokes. Oh, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. He's having you do that. You're kind of catching on, but you don't want to. You don't want to ruin his mojo by calling him out on it. For sure. And then like he's like, "Well, now just clean the table with your racket," and you're like, "Whoa, that's crazy." <laughs> and then it, like the oh, ooh, ooh, bring it back a little bit. What? 
Yeah. I'm, I'm <laughs> on board. You end Attention's up playing boring. your master. Oh my gosh. Then, then, then it's like, wait, Ryan, cut all this out. This is a movie. <laughs> this is a movie idea. We can't, we can't let this get out. But let me get my lawyer on the phone. Uh, so my sister's getting married soon, and today I went to get my tuxedo fitted at Men's Warehouse. Fancy. First off, as I said before, I'm a trash, anxious <laughs> person. Person. And I walk into Men's Warehouse immediately intimidated because there's a lot of suits around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know anything about suits. I'm also wearing sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> you got any more of these? <laughs> you got some full stripe Adidas fitted, pants and, in here? Oh my any god, fitted you know sweatpants? Um, so I go and I do my thing. First, first things first. The guy comes in, and he's like, "Hi, oh, yeah, can I help you?" <laughs> <laughs> and I just said, "I'm here for a fitting," and he's like. Oh, do you have a number? I was like, I have a group number. He's like, I have a set number. Um, and I just, you know, I was assuming he was asking for the number, so I asked him the number, and, or I told him the number and everything, and we did our thing. And like, wink. He gets he gets the tape measure out, and he kept saying, put or put your arms down at your side. But because he was mumbling so hard, it kept sounding like he was saying, put your arms out to the side. (laughs) So, like, five times in a row, he'd be like, put put your arms down to the side. And then I would put my arms out in a T-pose, and he'd be like, oh, no, down to your side. (laughs) So not only do I come in looking like some scrub off the street, but now I apparently don't know how to speak English in this guy's eyes. Just, like... (laughs) <laughs> full on looking like a dingus uh, but I did get to do the cool tuxedo thing where you, you pull the, the shoe off the rack and a secret room opens up and there's like all the cool guns and stuff on oh, the yeah, wall for sure. I got to do that yeah you got the, the special treatment yeah, they have, they yeah, have yeah. one at every men's absolutely. warehouse yeah yeah absolutely you just have to ask for Jeffrey um, anybody <laughs> who's there's always go a to men's warehouse ask for Jeffrey if they don't show you the gun wall just keep asking for Jeffrey um, it, you know sometimes they, they're like oh maybe you heard from so. Just keep asking. Um, it'll eventually work. And it's Jeffrey with a G, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you can't spell it for them. Right. You just have to, with your inflection well, yeah, you so just have of to the word sh- Jeffrey, you, show, you don't have tell. to really make sure. And, and they'll try to get you with that. They'll be like, how do you spell it again? It's like, mm, don't spell uh, it, though. Uh, don't spell it. If you spell know. it with a G, it still doesn't count. If yeah. you say, how do you spell it? You say, I'm looking for Jeffrey. That's all you have to say. And then they'll oh, yeah. know. I promise it'll work. Yeah. And they, they got a whole bunch of other, other uh, like, barricades to do get in. Do not ask for Peter. Le- Repeat. Do not <laughs> ask for Peter. It's please. And sometimes there was one time I asked for Jeffrey. They took me to the tie rack. What do they think they're doing? Huh? They don't. Uh, what? They don't have to mess with. Sort of asshole. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I know what Jeffrey is. Please show me the right rack. Thank you very much. Hey Ryan. Hey. Quick question. Yeah. If you were to fight toddlers in waves, I've seen this question on the internet a yeah. few times, and I just love to hear your, your answer. If uh, if somebody was sending a wave of like five or six toddlers with a, let's say a s- six year old as a boss every five rounds, how many how many rounds do you think you could get through? How many toddlers each round, or is it just growing exponentially or something? Um, let's say let's important. say every round you get like four toddlers, and you get thirty percent thirty seconds in between each round. So there's four toddlers every round, thirty seconds per round. Let's say like three three rounds on boss boss baby. Three rounds, yeah, that's that's a Three pretty standard boss, video game yeah. boss, boss baby. Strat. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get a bus. Baby comes out. He's wearing his little suit. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's asking about you know finances. When you're you gotta have to get your the Johnson reported. Yeah. yeah. You're on financial closing. Dividends. The stock market is it up or down? Who knows? I probably he would sure not doesn't. do well against Boss Baby, to be honest. I would get very intimidated. But Especially if Boss Baby talks like a real adult man. It really <laughs> throw me off. If he starts talking like Alec Baldwin, I'm out of there. Ooh, yeah, that could be rough. I, th- I think I could probably make it halfway through round three. So, like, right before okay. Boss Baby. And then okay. probably struggle to get the, the third baby down, and then that's probably when I'm out. No way, dude. No. I think if you're, you're underestimating third, if you're on, how easy If you're on third no, I, baby, I, I, I you strength, got it. I have strength, but I don't have endurance. It's the problem. So I, 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 think I, could, I don't think you have the passion. I think, I think that's what we're right I think now. you're overestimating the endurance of toddlers. I think you can take down a toddler with one <laughs> swift kick. Yeah, but one of those swift kicks takes a lot out of me. I'm moving a lot of me around for one what of those if, swift what kicks. If every, what if after every round you get a swig of Gatorade? Ooh, then that changes the game. That changes the game. Change the game, actually, so I can beer. <laughs> also changes the game. Drunk strength. <laughs> yeah, that can go one of two ways. You get a bottle of whiskey, but it's up to you to decide the rate at which you drink it. Do you drink it all at once to get that brute drunk strength, or do, or do you, you kind drink... of numb the pain and yeah, the existential exactly. dread of fighting toddlers <laughs> over the rounds? <laughs> I think I would need a lot up front to, like, convince myself to fight toddlers, and then, nah, like, just like, kind of... The, the toddlers, like, say that they, like, they're off sex with your mom or something, oh, so you're, well, really, oh, it's, you're in the mindset. I'm riled up. Yeah, okay, you're, you're okay. Not, you know, you were making a model of the Millennium Falcon out of Legos, they knocked it right off the table. And like, then they made me step to, on you're it? You're ready to go. Yeah. Okay. Like, you're fighting. Okay. You're in fighting Okay. Mood. I'm ready to go now. Yeah. Where are they? <laughs> I'm ready to fight a toddler <laughs> right now. Who's got one? But, yeah. I think I could last with with Gatorade probably one boss up to one boss baby and then one or two rounds in. Okay, I don't know exactly what round I would lose on. So if it's rounds of three, right? I would almost guarantee I would lose at the very beginning of the second round because I would get after boss baby. No, so uh, no, so out of the rounds of three, say one, two, three, boss, one, two, three, boss, one, two, three, boss. It'd be one of those twos. Oh, that's right. I don't know how many phase. rounds, how many. I don't know how many groups I would be able to get through. How many boss babies? Let's call them but, phases. Because yeah, phases. How many phases I would be able to get through? But they, one, great. I got energy. I'm riled up. I got have my Gatorade. Two, okay, getting getting ready. Got to save my energy. Three, I've got to go because boss baby's coming up. Three, boss baby, go. Next round, I'm on that high from beating Boss Baby. I'm going. <laughs> I'm, I'm full of adrenaline. <laughs> but round two, I got to be like, all right, I got to dial it back because I got round three coming up. But if okay, you dial so it back round, too much. Round three, I dial it back too much, lose. You're yeah. out. I can see it. Honestly, I think anyone would fall into that trap. That's, okay. that's you know, it's tough. It's a classic yeah. conundrum. Yeah. I've seen it happen every time <laughs> I watch toddler fights. <laughs> if they always fall down after that, that first boss battle. <laughs> Now, question based off of that, would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? The age-old question. The answer is neither. I'm not getting trapped in this question because I know no matter what happens, there's always going to be a boss afterwards, and I'm not going to play it. And it's a boss baby. 
There you it's go. It's a boss baby. It's a boss every baby. Time. <laughs> Listen, I've turned everywhere. A few times been around that track, and it ain't just going to happen like that, all right? I'm not fighting this boss baby unless I absolutely have to. <laughs> but the answer is 100 duck sized horses. Uh, I just want to see duck sized horses. I, 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 yeah, I would say, I'm not sure I would be too upset I'm, if I was, yeah. like. Are the, are the horses oh, riled no. up already, or like, am I the one who has to instigate the fight? Can I hang out with these horses? <laughs> no, they're they're trying they're trying to fight you. Dude, imagine like in like a little swimming pool, these little duck-sized horses. A little swimming pool with like a whole bunch of little duck-sized horses just swimming around. Also, ducks are bigger than people think. Sometimes, yeah, for sure. Like a duck is like what? the size of a football. Wait, time An out. Adult duck. It's like the size of a football. But what you just if? said bigger than people, didn't you? Is that what no. I heard? Big people think. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like okay, bigger okay, okay. than people. What if there's a boss baby? Okay. Line of toddlers, line of 100 duck sized horses. Oh you're going on. You, so you're riding into battle. You crest the hill. And you look down. You see boss baby riding a duck sized horse. Behind him is three toddlers and 100 duck sized horses. No, the three toddlers right are in carriages him, being pulled by those 100 duck sized horses. Oh, horse yeah. Size duck. Three toddlers being. Escorted by these hundred <laughs> duck-sized horses. All right, I question: How much horsepower are a hundred duck-sized horses? All right, it's <laughs> <laughs> a really good question. Are we considering one horse, one horsepower? Well, that's well. Okay, that's the thing. Like one, does our definition of horsepower change because I would they're say smaller? One horse size. No, no, I'm duck. saying like one regular-sized horse is that one horsepower? That's one horsepower. Yeah. Hold okay. On. I, th- I actually think it's two point what something these horsepower. What if horses pack in the same amount of horsepower? Because there's still... All right. One horsepower is not based on its size. It's based on the horse. It's based right. on the horse. Yeah. What if we're just making a dancer horse? It's still oh. got a power. <laughs> Hold on. How many of those do you think we could fit in a traditional engine cabin of a car? <laughs> pulling a small pulley... To crank the engine. I'm not going to lie. fast as Probably car. about three. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Three horsepower. We're getting Three horsepower. Somewhere. Yeah. It's, it's better than nothing. It's better than... true. <laughs> All right. We're thinking too small scale. We got... We're, we're already trying... We're just trying to use the already made car model. We make a oh. very long fronted vehicle that can fit as many duck sized horses as you need to get this thing going, you know... And that, and that way you'll you know, never have to make a turn because your car will be too long to fit in any too intersection. Long to turn. Then you you are just scrap, run down. We scrap the entire world's infrastructure, build a land bridge just straight across the equator. <laughs> Everything is built off that. People only need straight cars. They go so fast that you can circumvent the entire earth in enough time to get from New York to, uh, well, you can't get to New York. That's gone. Well, no, no, no. What? No, 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 no. Okay, okay. Here's how I think this year that's the story. Okay, New York doesn't so exist anymore. you start. You start at the North Pole. You do a small, small circle, small spiral. You spiral down the globe. And, okay. And then you get to the South Pole. Boom! You just cover the entire Earth with one big long road. Okay. You can go straight forever. You can zip all. Well, we not got forever. Burger kings all over the place. Every quarter mile, <laughs> as many as you need. It's going to feed the horses, it's going to feed you, it's going to feed the economy, which is the most important. Honestly, it is. Honestly, we should just make the economy Burger King. Like, burgers are There about it is. Burger, that's it. Burgers that's, that's, we found it. We figured it out, guys. We're <laughs> end of discussion. End of podcast. I hope you like listening. Get the president on the phone, episode. please. We're never putting out anything ever again. Thank you so much. They'll know exactly what you're talking about.
Except for not right now, because our government shut down. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> Je- Jeffrey, Jeffrey's out of the job. Wait a while. Yeah. You got till April, right? Yeah. yeah. You're good. We'll get it back up and running by then, right? We'll, we'll get a new Jeffrey by then. Yeah. <laughs> they got they got Jeffrey's churning out every day. I, there's a Je- yeah. Well, you know what they say. There's a Jeffrey born every minute. <laughs> every minute yep. a Jeffrey gets his I wonder wings. If that's true. You think that's true? I I bet you that's pretty true. I want ooh. I wonder. What we need to do is take our podcasting setup to every hospital in the entire world <laughs> and ask them, "Have you had a Jeffrey born in the last five minutes?" Um. All right, everybody, that's uh, going to do it for us on this episode of Tell Me About That. Thank you for listening to our incoherent ramblings for the past however long this ends up being after <laughs> we cut out all the, the useless stuff. Um, if you look on all of our social media, you'll see that we uh, just updated all of our, yeah. our logos. Jeremy put those together. Very good. Um, I'm really happy to see it after all of the, the messages I got on my phone <laughs> and the group message and things like that. A lot of trial and error. A lot of trial and error. A lot. Um, that being said, if you want to design a graphic or something, get in contact with us, and then uh, we'll go from there. You can hit us up with our email at, ooh, Ryan, I got this, tell me about that podcast at yeah. gmail.com. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Or or any of our other socials, Facebook, yeah. Twitter, yeah. Or SoundCloud. Maybe not SoundCloud. Don't I mean, you, you SoundCloud. you probably comment Castle on the SoundCloud. We'll probably see <laughs> next We're episode. not on Grindr either. Yet. <laughs> Yet. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. My name's Jack. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Ryan. And let's get back to those squats. Let me go ahead and let the listeners in on a little uh, editing secret. Uh-oh. The way we decide what goes in the podcast is Ryan listens to it, and if he doesn't pee his pants while listening to it, we don't put it in the podcast.